Welcome to CRE Success, the podcast. Check us out online at cresuccess.co forward slash podcast. And now here's your host, Darren Krakowiak. Have you ever posted something on a platform like LinkedIn or made a comment on someone else's post that you later came to regret? Let's talk about some ways that you can avoid that from happening in the future. Hey there, and welcome to episode 59 of the show. My name is Darren Krakowiak. I'm here to equip commercial real estate professionals with proven client attraction and retention systems so they can save time, earn more, and be top performers in their market. I appreciate the fact that you've decided to spend the next 15 minutes with me. Today's show is brought to you by Released. Released is a cloud-based commercial property management platform which centralizes portfolio data, automates workflows, and provides real-time reporting for landlords and property managers. Before we launch into today's topic, I'd just like to give you a quick reminder that next month we're going to be inviting the newest cohort to join CRE Success membership. If you'd like to be the first to know about it, you can go to cresuccess.co forward slash membership. Our members meet every single month for a live workshop. This month, we did a session on networking where we covered not only expanding your network to grow your influence and to enable you to generate more referrals, but also the importance of having people in your network that may not provide leads or business, but support you in other ways. Get on the wait list and you'll be the first to know when we reopen the doors, cresuccess.co forward slash membership. So today's topic might be a little bit controversial if something I posted on LinkedIn recently is anything to go by, but I did a poll last week and I asked people, what do you think when you see other people posting strong opinions about current events? And I asked that question through the prism of Melbourne just having released uh, people from lockdown and that having happened in Sydney and Canberra a week before. And what I noticed is a lot of comments which were not necessarily directly related to the question, very strong comments. I'm going to put a link to the post and you can draw your own conclusions. But certainly the post went viral, which is somewhat ironic considering people were talking about coronavirus in it. 240-something people voted, which is great, but... What I thought was interesting was I had to stop myself from going in there and whether it's moderating or responding to some of the comments which I felt were either a little bit off base or perhaps misrepresenting what I had asked. And that, I think, went to prove my point for today's episode is that you're better off sometimes not engaging in content that can put you in a poor light or is just not really worth your while engaging in. And I want you to know that I'm not the LinkedIn police. I'm not here to tell you what you should or shouldn't post. In fact, I think I tell people, go ahead and post things that aren't directly business related on LinkedIn, because I think it's a great great practice to help people know who you are, to build affinity with them by showing them a part of yourself that isn't just about business. However, I think that should be done in a way which doesn't detract from your personal brand. Now, sometimes people post, for lack of a better term, a diatribe 
on social media, but they justify doing it by saying things like, the standard you walk past is the standard you accept. So they see something which they find objectionable and they feel the need to comment on it, or they see something that's going on in society that they don't like, and they are compelled, they feel, to then post about it and to let people know what they think. And I think the idea of the standard that you walk past is the standard you accept is certainly true in real life or offline. So if you're sitting on public transport and you see someone acting in a very antisocial way, perhaps they're being racist to someone else riding on public transport and you're in a position to do something about about it, then of course you should do something. And then that would be the standard that you walk past is the standard you accept. But if you make it your business to comment on everything that you see on social media that you do find objectionable, then you're going to be spending a lot of time on social media because a lot of the things on social media are quite objectionable. Another thing that I see people do is approaching this from the perspective of leadership and saying, as a leader in this industry or as a leader on this platform, I feel the need to stand up and to say this. And I think the problem here is sometimes you can provide an opinion at the wrong time. And at a time when tensions are inflamed and you can be lumped in with other people who are making unreasonable claims, no matter how reasonable you may be at the time, if you step into an inflamed situation, you may be seen as supporting some unreasonable people who are on your side of the debate but aren't as eloquent in expressing what it is that you want to express. So it could actually detract from your leadership by inflaming a situation. Now, if you do go ahead and post on a platform like LinkedIn, on, on a platform like LinkedIn, presumably you're doing that because you want to change somebody's opinion. But here's the thing. You are going to change people's opinion when you post on platforms like LinkedIn. But very rarely is it going to be their opinion on the topic. It's more likely to be that their opinion of you will change. Because if they agree with you, then yes, they may have a stronger opinion or a stronger affinity with you. If they disagree with you vehemently, then their opinion of you may change because they don't appreciate your stance. But I think more likely, is the majority of people who don't have a strong opinion either way, or they do have an opinion either way, but they don't appreciate people expressing it in a certain way on certain platforms, and then their opinion of that person changes because they have felt the need to contribute that on that platform. Now, again, I'm not the LinkedIn police, but I am just sharing my observations of, one, how I've felt when I've seen certain people sharing things and also what I've heard and observed from other people who have commented on certain people making certain comments on platforms like LinkedIn. I think when you do get yourself involved in these types of debates, you're not sending the message that I'm a busy, happy, content person with better things to do because you're kind of getting yourself drawn into things which are not 
what people who are happy, content and busy typically do with these social media debates. Now, you might feel that it's important for you to express yourself in this way. And if some people don't like it, then that's fine because you don't want to do business with people who don't appreciate your ability to speak freely or who don't appreciate your point of view. And again, I would say that is fine, but just understand that that is potentially an implication of what you sharing your stance could be. It could be that some people are going to have a different opinion of you as a result of you sharing that content. I think personal branding is really closely related to emotional intelligence. And as I've been sharing on this podcast, one of the key attributes that sets apart top performers from the rest of the pack is their emotional intelligence and having some self-control, but also understanding how others see you and how other people feel is a key part of emotional intelligence. So there's nothing wrong with posting engaging content on LinkedIn. That poll that I posted was certainly engaging in that it got a lot of views and a lot of people responding to it. But perhaps think of a way that you can post content which doesn't have a potential negative impact on the way people see you. If you do want to post your personal opinions, I would recommend going to other platforms like Facebook or Twitter, where more of that debate is going on in an environment which is less likely to have a negative impact on your personal brand. Another thing you can do is if you're feeling really fired up and upset about something that's going on before you take to LinkedIn to start talking about it, maybe pick up the phone and talk to a friend. Talk to somebody who is not going to have a change in opinion of you after you you know, offloading your feelings and sharing what you're thinking with them. Someone who you can trust will be there for you and who will love you at the end of the day. I do hope that with the lockdown ending, which I think everyone can agree is a good thing, that the temperature will come down and people will, you know, go back to being a little bit less stressed because the lockdown has certainly uh, in Australia, where it's been ongoing for a long time in Melbourne in particular, has impacted people. And I appreciate that. And I understand people have been going through a tough time. I'm just saying that cancel culture is a real thing. And while I don't agree with it, and I don't think it's fair, some people will continue to judge others based on their capacity to handle a situation which everyone else is forced to go through and not everyone or hardly anyone likes. But If you find yourself having to share things which actually trigger in other people some really negative response, then those negative feelings that they do feel can unfortunately become directed towards you. So I hope that that helps you in some way and that perhaps you'll have a think about before you do share a really strong personal opinion on LinkedIn. You'll just think, Is this the place to share it? Is this the right time to share it? And by the way, if there's a really personal reason why it's important for you to know that or it's important for you to share something, then by all means, go ahead and share it. But just make sure that you're sharing it for the right reasons. So 
have the right reasons to share it and do it with a level head and make sure that you're there to inform and not to inflame um, on the topic. So one thing before I do wrap this episode up is I would really appreciate if you can refer this content to a friend. The great thing about referring content like this podcast to a friend is that if they benefit from it, they will associate the benefit with you, not with me for creating the content, but with you for sharing it with them. So go ahead and tell someone about CRE Success, the podcast, if they work in commercial real estate and you think this content could help them. It would help me by you sharing it so more people get to receive the benefit. Thank you so much for listening. I will speak to you soon. Thanks for listening to CRE Success, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. For more information about the show, just check the show notes on your podcast app or visit us online at cresuccess.co. 90% of the world's data was generated in the last two years. Credia is a business intelligence and analytics tool for commercial real estate professionals. Using real-time insights, track key portfolio metrics and benchmark against the market so you can make faster and well-informed decisions. With live dashboards and bespoke reporting, impress both your executive team and your property clients. It's time to turn data into your most valuable asset with Credia from Released.